Algar Productions. Sarcastic Voyage presents the continuing story of Contentment Corner, starring Nathan Lejeunesse as Flas Carousel. Once upon a time, in a far-off kingdom called Tordovio, which is where all the people who talk like this come from, I have to watch my watch fix. I sold your watch fix to buy you a hair fob. I sold my combs to buy more combs. You've got combs upon combs. There was a king and a queen, and all the other assorted royal personages you get with your standard ancient land. Slightly later than once upon a time, like maybe once upon a few years after a time, the king, a wise and noble fellow called Turk Skycap, died. This, as you might expect, made his subjects very sad because he was wise and noble and he was also a man. Tordovia was, as many of these ancient lands were, a patriarchal society, and as such, dominion over the nation bypassed his wife, who probably didn't even have a name, and directly to his young son, Serb. No, of course that's not an equitable way to run a country. Don't complain to me, I didn't invent the place. I'm just telling you about it. One day, which I guess would be 18 or so years after a time, since the prince was in his 18th year, Tordovio welcomed an envoy from the neighboring country of Vilkistan. You remember Vilkistan, don't you? We referenced it once, 11 episodes ago, in a background joke. But now I'm out on my own, doing the solo thing, trying to help those poor helpless souls in Vilkistan. Right, that place. Vilkistan sent a small complement of diplomats, as well as King Farkas, which I'm just going to tell you now is wolf in Hungarian, because the people of Vilkistan are all werewolves and we are so damned clever. Also, he brought his son, the prince, whose name was Flas. That doesn't mean anything in particular as far as we know, we just thought it was a cool-sounding soap opera name. <laughs> Man, remember when the show was a soap opera? Listen to me. One day you'll know the distinct pleasure and honor it is to rule this great land. And part of that pleasure and honor is eating the weird food that your neighbors serve and pretending to be their friends for an evening. It's stupid. I hate being royal and I hate being in this family. Okay, sometimes we still feel a bit like a soap opera, I suppose. We've been at war with Tordovia for centuries. You have no intention of ending that war now, do you? Not unless they surrender unconditionally, no. Then what is even the point of this. It's the ancient dance of diplomacy. I think of it like a marriage. You enter into the partnership because you need something. Your spouse's family land or an heir. So you pretend to care about what they think in order to get the things you want. You have very unhealthy ideas about relationships. We have entire legions of people whose sole purpose is to do this sort of thing. You wouldn't want to see them go hungry, would you? They can't do their dance of diplomacy somewhere else. England, maybe, or America. Is this about that cute little card again? It's not cute, it's art. And it's fascinating. What kind of a civilization would even create something like this? Something with the word garbage printed right on it? Well, it's hard to say. Forget it. I'll squeeze into this stupid formal uniform after I have a prowl through the forest. Be careful out there. 
We don't know what kind of weird disease-ridden trees they have in this inferior country. Where are you from? What can this mean? You came with some gum and inspired my dreams. This thing's amazing, who would ever discard something so brilliant as a garbage pail card? Suddenly, without warning, assuming that the obvious end of the song isn't a warning that something is about to happen, Flash spotted the most dashingly handsome young man he'd ever seen. He, that is to say the young man and not Flash, who was still, we should note, in wolf form, was absolutely covered with woodland creatures. Not because he was a corpse and they were pecking his eyes out, but because they were apparently charmed by his wily charms and his charming wiles. She'll be horses in pajamas when she comes. She'll be driving three white puppies when she comes. She'll be kill the old red rooster. She'll be chicken in the mountain. She'll be tooting with the dumplings when she comes. That song is in the public domain. We told you about Tordovians and their almost obsessive devotion to copyright law back in episode 9. Oh, 99 bottles of wall on the 9, 90 beer bottles of... Oh, hi, doggy. You're not the mean one because you're not Mr. Grinch. Wolves for everyone! Hooray! Your fur is like the finest brillo that's been magically transformed into silk or a silk-like substance. Such beautiness! So gorgeous! Why, if you were a human, I would tongue you on the kiss right now. Eh, coulda, shoulda, woulda. They all end in the. It may seem weird that someone would just open mouth kiss a wolf they found wandering in the forest. And it is. Super weird. Bordering on criminal. Yuck. This secret will be yours, mine, and the seas, little wolf doggy. Hey, what's this in your collar? Some kind of cardboard paper? Why? It's a Series 1 garbage pail kit. His first name is Adam. And his last name is Bomb, which, as I understand it, is a common surname in America. Also, he has a mushroom cloud coming from the top of his head, which is also very common in America. Do you like how I describe things in great detail, doggy? Oh, careful with this card. Its value cannot be assertified. Oh no, I need to make hasty leavings now. Give me the card, Wolf Dog Jack. Come on, now! I have to... Aw, that mint condition tastes more like disappointment chocolate chip now. No time for the presents, though. I must exunt. Oh, I see you have someplace to exunt to as well. Goodbye, my new wolfy makeout friend. I'm sorry I ruined your collectible. So I said, who are you? My horrible wife? Ha ha! Ha ha! Ha ha! 
here I am, Father. <laughs> On time and in uniform. Good. Prince Fleiss of Wilkerstan, might I introduce my counterpart? The good, great Queen Regent of Tordovia, Lady Turk Cleviger. Oh, uh, lady? Frosted Lucky Charms, I'm Frosted Lucky Sure. Father, I, I met someone in the forest. And this is her son, Prince Sorb Skycap, heir to the Tordovian throne. It is very nice to make your acquaintance shape. It's you. Well spotted indeed. It is me. And you are, I presume, you. Uh, can I talk to you for a minute? I think you're already doing that. Oh, my elbow will also serve as a convenient handle. Now where in the wide world of sports are those two off to? The races? <laughs> I'm just going to eat these hors d'oeuvres and nod politely now. Oh, those aren't hors d'oeuvres. Those are horse duvers. <laughs> what? Please stop that. If I don't manhandle in your man, then please don't manhandle my- Does this look familiar? Wait, were you going to see manhandling my pan? What is this scrap you are- <gasps> Adam Bond! You're that doggy in the window! And you're the face of our most ancient and hated enemies. The beautiful, chiseled face. Come with me if you want to love. And so, Prince Serb surreptitiously led Flas up several flights of stairs, behind a number of secret doorways obscured by bookshelves and down at least one entirely unnecessary set of firemen's poles. Finally, they arrived in a corner of the palace known only to a few. What is this place? This is a corner of the palace known only to a few. Here, let me light the switch. What? all of this? This is my curated hoard of culture, but not hoard the culture, because that way lies gardening. Does all of this come from America? The very same. Wow, who's this striking fellow? This is Mr. T. His job is to consider the fate of fools and ultimately to pity them. That's an actual job in America? Amazing. And this? That elderly woman is on an epic quest to locate the quantity of grisly meat product. Unbelievable! And this? Those raisins encourage Americans to consume their flesh by doing a little dance. Wow! Uh-oh, the jig has been elevated. I should have known there were secret things happening in this room of secrets. A secret is a wish your heart doesn't want anyone else to know about. Flesh, son, I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. And also mad. You're always disappointed in me. What else is new? If we can all just relax our pants like Frankie say... I will relax nothing of the kind. Your philately is a final in a long series of straws. I am also angry about walking in on you two making out. I mean, I assume that's what she's going on about. I'm rusty in my incomprehensible nonsense speak. You have honored my offense. Just calm down, everyone. I'm sure there's- My son's mouth is not the playground for your mouth. Remove yourselves from these premises, five wit. Come on, son. 
We need to put this whole messy affair behind us before it turns into a full-blown capital I incident. Yeah, we wouldn't want our countries going to war or anything. Out! You're not my real stepmother. I don't understand what the big deal is. You've always said it's better that I get romantically involved with nobility than with commoners. Nobility, yes. But, you know, the right kind of nobility. Hell, werewolves? Yes, you've got it. This is all stupid. I don't understand why. You don't need to understand. As long as I'm still king, you just need to do what I say. One day you'll have your own unwanted offspring to boss around. For now, though, I'm giving you what you always wanted. I'm sending you to America. What? Really? Well, when you catch your child smoking, you're supposed to make them smoke an entire pack of cigarettes. So you're going to smoke an entire pack of America. I think you've been hanging around Tordovians for too long. A large American corporation, and those guys are always on the up and up, has offered us a substantial sum of money in exchange for a favor. So you're going to deliver on that favor for me. Uh, hi. I'm looking for, um, Sizzix Jones. Ah, yes. You must be young Prince Flace, the werewolf. I am. Are, are you Miss Jones? Mrs., actually. Much to my eternal chagrin. I'm sorry? Not half as sorry as he'll be. Do come this way. So, my father didn't really give me much in the way of details. Uh, what exactly do you need from me? Well, as I'm sure you're aware, this mighty corporate empire of mine manufactures all manner of liniments, emulsions, salves, and unguents. Mighty corporate empire. So you have more than just this three-story building in this tiny North Dakota town? I thought you were here to help. Haven't you heard of a big shark in a tiny fishbowl? No, I haven't, but sorry. We're testing a new type of conditioner, one that's sure to put my rival, the despicable Ottawa St. Corby, out of business once and for all. Only it's apparently illegal in this country to test potentially toxic products on human beings. So you want to test it on me? A werewolf. You catch on fast, my Lupian friend. I shouldn't worry too much, though. I say toxic, but the only serious side effect we're anticipating is a bit of amnesia. Amnesia? All right, this is the testing facility. Those nice fellows in the lab coats over there will get you strained and we can begin. Wait, so am I a prisoner here now? <laughs> what? Certainly not. We only need you for testing for 16 hours a day. The remaining eight are yours to do with what you please, provided you do it from the confines of the test facility. Oh. Now, should you need anything? I can call you? <laughs> what? Oh, God, no. I was going to say, keep it to yourself. We're all very busy here. Oh, okay then. Uh, thank you. Good dog. Now, if you'll excuse me, I have a mattress that I need to stuff with geese. Don't you mean goose feathers? No. Surprising absolutely no one, Flass did indeed experience a bit of light amnesia. But you knew that because you remember him having amnesia in all those other episodes he appeared in. Honestly, you don't even remember that? Maybe you're the one who has amnesia. 
Also surprising no one, a powerful young werewolf ended up being difficult to keep confined, and, not long after forgetting everything about who he was and where he came from, Flas violently escaped the lab at Zizek's cosmetics. <laughs> Fleeing the town limits, Flas searched instinctively for the safety of a forest. Unfortunately, like so many others before him, he found only corn. Well, what, what happened? Where am I? Who am I? What, what's with all of this corn? Wait, who's that? Hello? Is somebody there? Sort of? Yeah, me too. Sort of. What does that mean? I mean, depending on who you are, I may or may not be here. L let me ask you this. Do you work for the Department of Agriculture? Probably not. In that case, I'm Case. I'm so confused. Why are you stealing that corn? What, stealing? I'm not stealing it, I'm inspecting it. Are you with the Department of Agriculture? Yeah, as far as you know. I don't have my badge on me because I'm undercover. Undercover is what? Boy, you sure ask a lot of questions. You sure you're not with some kind of law enforcement agency? Because you have to tell me if you are. I don't think I am. I don't remember anything, really. Not just why I'm in this cornfield, but fundamental things, like who I am. But I do remember that you have to tell me you're a cop is an urban myth. I mean, does any of us know who we really are? Or if we're really cops? The hell? That's probably the Tordovians. Tordovians? That sounds familiar. They run the mob here. This is their corn. That doesn't sound like a very effective mob. Eh, perhaps not, but on the other hand, they do have guns. I thought you were with the government. What? Who told you that? I never said that. Come on, let's get out of here. Boy, I hope pissing these guys off doesn't ever bite me in the ass. But of course, it would bite him in that very place, resulting first in his being roughed up by the Tordovian mobster Dutch concierge, whom Flas inadvertently murdered, back in episode 1, and ultimately in case being murdered by Dutch's compatriot, Norse Porter. Tordovians also take their corn very seriously. The events that unfolded on the fateful day of Case's murder also resulted in Flas's amnesia being reversed, fleeing the scene he found... corn again. But eventually, he got his bearings and returned to Zizek's cosmetics to confront his former captor, which is where we left off back in episode 9 before we got sidetracked by that whole witch and demon story. Oh, Fondella, there you- Hello, Zizix. Flace. The very same. Now, see here. Your absence in the laboratory has delayed shipment of our new conditioner for months. Months! This is unacceptable. Unacceptable? You want to talk to me about unacceptable? Listen, you mangy cur. This has not been one of my better days. I just got released from police custody, if you can believe that. Me. I mean, sure, my lifelong nemesis is apparently in a coma now, which is nice. But even that feels like a bit of a slap in the face. Why couldn't she be dead? People come out of comas, Flace. Honestly, it's a disaster. Uh. And then you come in here quite uninvited, bent on... What was it? Revenge? Is that why you're in my office now, shedding on my expensive carpet? Yes. Well, I won't hear of it. 
You don't even have an appointment. And if anything, I should be suing you for breach of contract because of the aforementioned product delays. I'm sorry? Oh, well, that solves everything then, doesn't it? He's sorry. It's okay, stockholders. Flace the werewolf is sorry that he cost us potential millions in profits. I'll just go. Yes, see that you do that. I'm a very busy woman with very important matters that require my immediate attention. <sighs> Bloody hell, that was a close one. There's only one thing for this now. Smoking. It makes me look more classy, calms my nerves, and I can eat whatever I want. That's a win-win-win as far as I'm concerned. Meanwhile, across town, the Tordovian mob boss Swiss Hotelier was entertaining a very important guest. Because the following exchange takes place between two Tordovians, I've taken the liberty of providing translation for you. You're welcome. This childlike empress is childlike impressed by your crime pyre. As the newly crowned king of Tordovia, I find this criminal enterprise of yours to be an impressive contribution to our nation's well-being. I'm giddy like Gideon. The Bible of my pleasure is in your hotel's dresser. Thank you, your grace. I'm glad my efforts have not gone unnoticed. Does the visible spectrum extend from Redenbacher to Blueenbacher? Or perhaps to Greenenbacher? Does this criminal empire actually consist of anything but corn? Not in my backyard. No, we pretty much just grow corn, sell it at inflated prices, and violently shake down any and all competitors within a 50-mile radius. Huh. All right, then. Huh. All right, then. Past dressers have been violated with extreme measurements, and here we appear to have a present dresser. We tend to injure or kill anyone who has encroached upon our cornfields, and now I may need to injure or kill someone for that very same reason. Holster your bolster, friend. I've had my mouth in that fellow. Don't shoot. I recognize this person. Serb? Prince Serb, is that you? My makeup doggy. We are unseparated. How, how did you... I mean, why are you... I put the K-I-N-G in K-I-S-S-I-N-G. I think you're telling me that you've taken the Tordovian throne now? Oh, yes. Sorry. That's completely what he said. I dubbed thee, sir, my boyfriend. But we can't be together. My father... He's an ex-patriarch. You mean he died? Correct the Monday. This is the best day of my entire life. And so, newly reunited, the two young kings returned home, where they reigned over the subjects of their combined empire in complete terror for many years. And they, which is to say, the young despots and certainly not their subjects, lived happily ever after. Episode 12 of Contentment Corner featured Mark Bosco as Case Cutchington, Robert Cooper as the narrator, Nathan Lejeunesse as Flas Carousel, Brian Lynch as Prince Serb Skycap, Kara O'Connor as Zizix Jones, Amanda Smith as Queen Clavenger, Jason Wallace as King Farkas, and Ron Algar-Watt as Swiss Hotelier. 
It was written by Ron Algar-Watt with Amanda Smith and produced by Algar Productions, copyright 2016. if you want some sloppy kiss sound effects, so here they are. You're welcome.